It's fair to say that Major Shepro has been in his fair share of difficult medical situations. My name is Warren Shepro. I am a major in the New York State National Guard. And on the civilian side, I'm a physician assistant. He's been mobilized two previous times on state active duty. First time being uh, mobilized after 9-11, I was down in Battery Park and I ran a, a battalion aid station down there. And then Superstorm Sandy in 2012, I was, I think it was 2012. Then there were his combat tours. I've had two combat tours, both in the Middle East. Uh, the first one being in 2006 to 2007, and that was a total of a year and a half. And then I had an eight- or nine-month tour in uh, 2013 going to 2014. One was in Iraq. Outside of the city of Diwaniya, which is in Iraq, um, and that is about halfway between Baghdad and Khalil um, on the eastern side of Iraq. That was a particularly challenging place to practice medicine. Pretty austere. It was called uh, Fob Echo, um, and it was, what was it? It was two and a half miles around. 2.47 miles around, to be exact, Mark, because I ran it about 48,000 times over the course of my time there, and, sure. about a mile, and about a mile across. So it was a pretty small operating base um, in a, a fairly dangerous area. Um, I did a lot of a lot of trauma stabilization um, and shipping to a higher level of care, uh, Baghdad for general stuff and Balad for neurosurgery stuff, and then I did. I was the only U.S. medical provider for about 60 to 70 miles or an hour helicopter flight in any direction. Um, so I was also primary care as well. But even that kind of work couldn't fully prepare him for his latest mission, caring for members of the military across branches who have come to New York City to help combat COVID-19. This is um, nothing like I've ever seen um, because I've never seen it, you know, and with what's going on across the state of New York, um, this is new. You know, this is a pandemic of like, I've never been uh, a part of helping to take care of soldiers like this. Um, so it's a, definitely a learning experience. And it's, uh, you know, it's kind of drinking from a fire hydrant. There's a lot of information coming at us. Um, and to try to stay on top of that information uh, to make sure that you treat people as best you can is, is difficult. I'm Mark Chisano from Newsday Opinion, and this is episode 12 of Life Under Coronavirus. For this edition of our pandemic oral history, we spoke with Shepro, one of the members of the military who has responded to the crisis. Shepro is a native Long Islander. I grew up in Port Jefferson, born and raised. He says that he worked at Mather Hospital in housekeeping and as an orderly, and he went to Stony Brook. To round out the Long Island pride, his dad was mayor of Port Jefferson. And do you, do you still feel like a Long Islander? <laughs> I think there's a there's a part of me that's always going to be a Long Islander, for sure. These days he lives upstate in Red Hook. But since late March, he's been in New York City at the Lexington Avenue Armory, caring for service members with varied missions. So I take care of all the soldiers that are in the five boroughs, whatever mission they're doing, um, whether it's test sites, whether it's food distribution, um, whether it's access control points at the Javits Center. Uh, anything like that, any soldier gets sick or gets hurt, they come and see me. This is a high-stakes task. Shepro says everyone going into the armory gets their temperatures taken on a daily basis. Soldiers are often in relatively close quarters, and once one is sick, you have to worry about a whole bunch of others. Because these guys all function in teams, you know, the guys right, and the girls. Right. So they're in, a, they're in what we call a strike team of eight or, ten, eight or ten people, and those guys go on a mission together, whether it's manning a testing site or whether it's food delivery service, or whatever it is, you know, one person comes positive. Now they have, now I have eight more direct contacts. 
all of those people come offline. Shepard says none of the servicemen and women he oversees as a provider have needed to go to the hospital. But some have come down with suspected or actual COVID, and that means isolation in the hotel rooms where they're being lodged. Mark, if you got stuck in your room for, uh, you know, guaranteed seven days without being able to leave. <laughs> yeah. I think, it, you know, it's, it's um, I, I think it would be, it's, it's tough, I, I think, but, you know, they also understand the severity of what's going on around them and how important it is, you know, this is their job right now. Their job is to stay in and protect themselves and protect others from them. Shepard is finding that this is a confounding virus. virus. It doesn't matter what your age is or who you are. It's going to get you either way if you're not careful. And, um, you know, obviously the results we've seen can be devastating to families and to individuals. Um, so my job is to keep a close eye on these kids to make sure that doesn't happen. Part of that is assuming that everything is COVID and treating it as such, whether or not that can be confirmed by testing. It is cold and flu season. It is allergy season we're coming into. You know, some of these soldiers aren't from this area, so they're exposed to different pollens and they would be at home. So I've seen it manifest from sniffles to nausea and vomiting to headaches mm. to, and one that was, um, is lost of smell and taste um, really started to kind of crop its head up in my patient population down here. Are those all definitely COVID? Better safe than sorry for members of the armed forces who are out and about manning test sites and interacting with the public and each other. So Shepro is prepping as much as he can. But, you know, with this going on down here, I've read more on this virus and the process this virus takes in the last two and a half weeks than I've, I've read about anything else probably in my life. How many kids do you have? I have two boys, an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you talk to them a lot? Are they nervous about you down here? Um, I have an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old, so the last thing they want to do is talk to their dad. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, we, we text a lot, and I'll, I'll, I'll call them every once in a while. We'll yeah. get, a little phone, get a little phone time in. Um, you know, they've, they've been through every one of my deployments from Iraq till now. Um, not that they're ever used to it, but uh, mm -hmm. it's not a, an uncommon thing for them. Shepard spent almost three decades in the military, between a Marine Corps stint and the National Guard. The National Guard service isn't full-time, but all bets are off when you're called up for state active duty, which is what Shepro is on, again. Initially, it's called state active duty, where mm -hmm. the, the state calls. So the, the National Guard uh, falls under the command of governor of the state that you live in. So obviously, Governor Cuomo is my boss. Mm -hmm. um, he a good boss? You hear from him a lot? No, no, no. He's got bigger fish to fry than talking to me down here, that's for sure. Shepard has fish to fry, too, doing what he can to keep soldiers from falling ill while serving. You know, do I feel a sense of duty to the soldiers that I'm with to help? It? Yeah, I definitely do. Every, you know, it's, there's a red, white, and blue flag patch on my right shoulder. And, you know, I took an oath to help those guys, and, and that's why I'm here. Yeah. Uh, you know, I know it sounds kind of corny, but it's 100% it's true. Um, so I, I guess, you know, if they need me, I'll answer it, is what it comes yeah. down to. Thanks for listening to Life Under Coronavirus. If you know of someone we should be covering, or you want to share your own experience about coronavirus in New York, leave us a voicemail with your name and phone number at 631-213-1543. That's 631-213-1543, with your message to the Opinion Department's Life Under Coronavirus podcast. We may use your message as the basis for a future episode. Amanda Ficina is our producer, and once again, I'm Mark Chisano from Newsday Opinion. 
Stay healthy. See you next time.